Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, folks, to hour number two of the early line. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright side here, jam-packed hour number two. We've got NBA action to preview at the back end here. Two game sixes in the Western Conference. The Warriors and the Lakers looking to close out their respective series. We will also preview the baseball board and talk a little bit about draft day two featuring some top-name quarterbacks that people thought would come off of the board in round number one. We started off, though, with last night in the NBA where the Boston Celtics finally did finish off the Atlanta Hawks but this was not easy 128 to 120 your final score Boston trailed heading into the fourth quarter here for Atlanta over these final games here I think they showed to themselves that they're not that far away from a team that is favored to win the NBA championship here. You don't want to start going hey hang your heads high fellas you competed because that's Oh, it's a little Pop Warner-ish, minor league-ish, I think, for an Atlanta team that made big moves and big swings. But this was a, an organization that we were hearing wanted to move on from Trey Young, potentially, if this series didn't go their way. Let's be honest here, DRS. After a six-game series, the best player in it was Trey Young. Yes, it was. And also, that saves the Atlanta Hawks there from that offseason of, boy, we're going to catch a lot of heat here. Because what would have happened if Trey Young didn't even show up in Game 5? Oh, no. How are we going to trust our superstar? We love the guy. The fan base is angry, and rightfully so. We expected more at this point in his career, especially since just a few years back where they were challenging for an Eastern, an Eastern Conference championship. But here's what I like about it, Kevin, because he wasn't all that efficient. 30-10, and 10, which is fantastic. He was a minus 11 on the court. But having said that, shooting 9 of 28. This is what I want, though, Kevin, out of my superstars. Like, in the biggest moments in the biggest games, I love the fact that Trey Young's like, I don't care if I have to shoot from the logo to beat Boston in Boston. He did it. He made it. That's what superstars do. And then he comes at home and goes, you know what? Going to bed last night for Trey Young, he doesn't go to bed and say, man, I, I just wish I would have showed up, man. I only shot six times in that game, had a couple turnovers, mm -hmm. just wasn't myself. He can go to bed going, you know what? I'm the superstar of this team. I wanted to win this game so badly that I went 9 of 28. But you know what? That's what stars do. They put it on their back, and they live with the results. Love the fact that he showed up in a big game in Game 5 and also said, let me try to ride this out in Game 6. It wasn't enough, but now I'm comfortable in the offseason going, all right, Trey, let's get after it, maybe get you another player here and see what we can do. Yeah, look, I, I think – and I don't know if it's, it's even – as, and that's kind of the point. I don't know if it's as much as get another player 
as just hey look maybe we've got the right coach we just now need time if we're the Atlanta yeah. Hawks to really round this thing into form for the Celtics though they advance it wasn't clean but I think that's why I wanted to start off with kind of the Atlanta positive note there I don't think they had what was as easy of an opponent as they made it look in their first two games and as the odds were suggesting but you look now and the Boston Celtics are big time favorites to win not just the eastern conference at a minus uh, price now of minus 175 or minus 165 moving a little bit there but that's a strong number right this seems you know under two dollars to win the nba championship boston clearly the biggest winner of really the play-in tournament dropping miami down to eight getting to see the Milwaukee Bucks lose. They have home court advantage now throughout the postseason. The Sixers, despite the fact that they haven't played basketball in a week, still we don't expect Joel Embiid in game number one. Radio audience here, by the way, on a Friday morning, Sirius XM Channel 159. But, but DRS, it, it really is incredible how well things have been able to break for Boston, and it's reflected in all of their numbers. They are going to potentially be a minus price before they would even get past Philly, they might just need a something like a 2-0 series lead to win an NBA championship. Yeah, and we're looking at the Boston Celtics here. And look, nobody cares outside of Boston or any other team who you're actually lining up against, who's injured at that point. Because just a few short yep. years ago, Kevin, we were taking a look at who? The Milwaukee Bucks getting every single break and injury in the world on the way to a world championship. That's how hard it is. You need the breaks to go your way. But if the Boston Celtics woke up before the playoffs starting to go, hold on now, the Bucks are going to get knocked out by the Heat. The Heat are going to be injured and lose their best, one of their better players. Jimmy Butler's going to have to score 40-plus a night for them the win and oh yeah the Philadelphia 76ers who we have to go through probably won't have Joel Embiid at anywhere near 100% man it's a dream playoff season for the Boston Celtics here and they're the big winners by far and look the Celtics to me uh, were the best team going into this the whole way it's what's really again what's changed is the path has been easier there's not been anything yeah. substantial where it's like or see i told you this see i told you that it's just the path has now really loosened up here uh let's read let, uh, drs because we're obviously not going to be with the people on sunday together i'll be doing betting above the rim uh which ay make sure everybody tunes in game one lines are out boston's minus six and a half you look at that you look at the series price here where boston's minus 310 my read they're not expecting Joel Embiid in game number one. No, they're not expecting Joel Embiid in game number one. But by the way, just looking at that, my first glance at the six and a half, actually like the Sixers, even if they don't have Joel Embiid, this is the game with the decompression for the Celtics. But also keep in mind, as much as sometimes Doc, Doc gets maligned here in Philadelphia, he knew exactly who that opponent was going to be. If their game plan isn't stout for game one against the Celtics after having a week plus to prepare, I don't know what to tell you, Kevin. You know what? See, every, you just turned me because now I love the Celtics because now I know Doc's post-game presser is going to be, what do you want me to do? I didn't have him beat. Yeah, I had everything. Ben Simmons out there. Yeah, Ben couldn't play today. What do you want? <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Live right here on Sports Grid. And today, of course, Sports Grid will continue its coverage of the NFL draft. We'll be out at Ocean's Casino. And if you want more Sports Grid, you go to the Apple Store and download the Sports Grid app. Make sure you get involved there. The picks, the projections, everything that you need. Personalize that feed. Follow your favorite sports. Follow your favorite hosts like my good friend, Donnie Wrightside. Absolutely. It's the only way to do it. And by the way, you know, you see some of the features here that you get into, like, let's just say like the Masters app where you can follow a group along. Here's what, like, sometimes we put that feedback in there. How about like cameras for me and you that you just pop on at any time of the day and find out what your favorite handicapper is doing, Kevin? How about that? Good or bad? Now, I I don't like that idea at all. Uh, I can't even believe that you would. The fact that you, you suggested it but included yeah. yourself throws me off. Cause usually you would suggest yeah. that, but just for me, like you, yeah, but see, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I gotta, hear me out. I got to hear me out. On. Like, I, yeah. cause like I'm usually always on, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm trying to handicap. I'm trying right. to get my notes in order. Like we're not going to catch any like yeah. video games on those cameras and stuff like that. So you hear me on that? Well, yeah, but then what happens when people are like, man, I wonder what Donnie's doing tonight. And the answer is always sleeping. Sleeping. You know I mean? Yes. Like we sleep cam. Like, yeah, he is asleep at 7.45. He don't lie. Man, never It's lie. not a gimmick. It's not a bit. It's not that a gimmick. Guy, it's that guy's been, been, no, it's, well, it might be a gimmick. It all it kind of depends uh, on, on how you want to uh, set things up here. So, Will Levis is the star of day number two, if you will. The odds as of this morning around day two are are not robust but will levis to be drafted before hendon hooker minus 290 team to draft will levis uh co-favorites between the rams and the titans both at plus 450 how do you feel about will levis heading into day number two I do, and this is one of those which I love the way the NFL actually breaks this down because I think they do it right. Like, big show night one, round one, but I love the regrouping because we didn't have this in the past year, Kevin. It was just a Saturday, Sunday, and away you went three rounds on day one, and then you had four, five, six, and seven on day two. But this gives the teams a chance. Like, if you're in that top spot here, which I believe it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, like, you're fielding phone calls all night long with a chance to negotiate with every single team in the league if they want to come up. And what's the big talking point right 
right now. Teams that still need a quarterback, what that value point is on Will Levis. And I'm pretty sure if you want Will Levis, you're going to have to go to get him, what, first three picks of the second round? And I wouldn't even be surprised, Kevin, the very first pick in the second round is going to be Will Levis. So uh, just look, kicking it around, couple of mocks, not from major, major names, which is not to slight to those that have done it, but you know who your bigger players are, right? Your Kuypers, your Daniel Jeremiah's, your Peter Traeger's. Uh, none of them have put out round two mocks. You're seeing a lot of Joey Porter Jr., the Penn State corner, uh, in those early mocks. A lot of people's thinking that Pittsburgh could start there, and that wouldn't surprise if that is ultimately the direction that we see the Steelers go, Arizona doesn't appear a threat in any way, shape, or form. Arizona is already traded back in this draft. Do they have their heart set on anybody? We'll see. But what I'm a little puzzled by, and I don't know if you'll agree here, the Rams are the team people keep suggesting. Why? Stafford is still under contract for a very long time. I mean, I don't think he's going to retire. I know he has injury issues, but last year, I think in L.A., they thought was the outlier season. Maybe I'm missing the mark here. Do you really think Will Levis, do you, or I should, do you really think the Rams are going to look quarterback here? With, and, which, by the way, their first pick of this draft. Yeah, by the way, if the Rams do go with Will Levis, that tells you exactly what they know on the medicals of Matthew Stafford, how That's long true. he might be able to hold up. Because when you're dealing with neck injuries, shoulder injuries to a quarterback, it could end at any time. And if you feel like, you know what, what are we going to draft here, Kevin? A backup offensive lineman, a cornerback? Well, let's insulate. If we do think that there is there is some value on Levis and he could be a quarterback of the future, you would make that move. By the way, real quick off-point topic in the second round here. And I don't have any stats or factual data backing this up but I would assume the first pick in the second round now that they do the draft on a Thursday Friday Saturday does that always get traded that pick like it seems to me it could be insane mm -hmm. for you to stay in that spot which how much wheeling and dealing you can actually do where teams recalibrate their board and go oh we can't pass this guy up and again I don't have any stats behind it but if I was always sitting in that top spot on day two boy I figured you can get a treasure trove of picks because people will start to overcompensate and go we got to go up and get our guy and also you don't have five minutes or ten minutes of wheeling and dealing Kevin you have basically 24 hours or so of wheeling and dealing to make that right pick so I this is I'm not even saying you're wrong. Yeah. You're you are so trade driven when it comes to the draft. And I and I get it, but a lot of teams actually just sit there and take a guy. Because it it's so it's it's essentially a round one pick. You know what I mean? Like they're so excited to draft their guy. Like the Steelers are probably sat there right now. They've called Joey Porter Jr yesterday and told him like hey listen we just want to let you know you're going to be taken right away so don't stress enjoy your night and we're, we're excited to keep you you know close enough right there between pittsburgh and, and penn state and all in all there that that pick doesn't i don't uh, often get on the move as far as hendon hooker goes Vikings are the favorites to draft them at plus 300. Seattle at 5-1. to one, Commanders at 8-1. to one. Where are those teams drafting? Seattle's at, at pick 6 in this second round. Minnesota? Nowhere to be seen. They're going to need to come up oh. massively if they wanted to get involved here with Hendon Hooker. 
I don't expect Minnesota to really enter the equation. Maybe I'm off pace here, but don't you think if Minnesota wanted to draft quarterback, they would have taken one over Jordan Addison in round number one? It's true. It's a good point because the the you know the fuel is in the fire there, so to speak. Because you're looking at and also the Minnesota Vikings, they were always linked to Hendon Hooker, right? Like where was that smoke screen coming yeah. from at that point? Like, hey, by the way, this is the team to watch out for in the late parts of the yep. first round. They didn't. They went wide receiver here. And you're right. If you had your quarterback and say, hey, we don't know how long much longer Kirk Cousins is going to be here and what that price point we want to pay for him is, and we're really high on Hendon Hooker, they would have already chosen him. And also the same point I was bringing up yesterday, which I actually thought you'd get over four and a half quarterbacks drafted in round one was this exact same thing. We don't know if Hooker is going to be even healthy enough to play this season. So it's almost a wasted year. And now he's a second round draft pick. So you only get four. So essentially turns into three and you got to make up your decision quickly here. If that's your franchise guy, that's why it's a little bit surprising here, but I thought there was way more smoke on Hendon Hooker going in the fourth, the first round, because we even talked about it, Kevin, the fifth quarterback. Oh, Will Evans is definitely going round one. The bet here is actually yep. is Hendon Hooker going to be a first rounder. And he wasn't. Hooker fell victim to the Levis fall. Because if you're that team that wanted quarterback, right? Yeah. You go, all right, well, we'll wait for Levis to get off the board, and then we have urgency. Levis never went off the board. So there was no urgency in the pick. The commanders are a tough team as well to kind of circle for quarterback, in my estimation, because they're so pot committed to Sam Howell. And if that doesn't work, you have to imagine the commanders are looking to draft quarterback next year, Dolly. So I don't see the commanders entering the equation here. You know, the world where Detroit and Seattle take quarterback, it does line up a bit. Though, the Lions, here's the only other player that has odds for a team to draft. Michael Mayer, Notre Dame tight end, plus 130 to be a Lion. Mm. All things considered, that's a bit of a strong number there on Detroit. It is a strong number on Detroit and basically get Mayer because they traded away their young tight end last year, maybe to replenish it. I'm really higher on Mayer. If I'm looking at him, I thought he was the best tight end for my needs here and what I would want as a franchise. So him still being on the board. And by the way, the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, love to get their shot at Michael Mayer there. So there is going to be some talent. He'll be going very quickly here on day two. Yeah, for sure. I, I, Steelers are, again, though, if you look, not in the range there, which I, I, it's funny. I, I think he'd be a fit. I do really believe that basically Joey Porter Jr. is a stealer already. That seems to be the notion. Keep it here. It's the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I 
I uh, we got baseball preview to get to, but yeah, we'll do that if we have to a little bit in the next segment. It's okay. There's a couple of draft notes uh, that we still want to hit for people because you and I were discussing over the break a little bit there. There are some in the league guys that we felt could be moved around the draft. DeAndre Hopkins, Dalvin Cook, uh, the the Austin Eckler trade request. I, the, here's the I mean, I, what is Eckler worth? Not a first, but tough to say. Do you expect some of these guys to be moved when we're talking to the people on Monday? Yeah, this is when the, this, this, the disgruntled employees get moved, right? You're in a contract negotiation. You know you're not going to get top dollar here. Another organization's willing to talk to you and pay you a little bit more. And that organization, rather than pay you and deal with that headache for the next season, will dump you for a third, fourth, fifth, or sixth rounder. These are always my favorite ones, Kevin, because you do know when you get these players, you're going to have to pay them. But when you sort of look back in retrospect and you go, how did the Giants, the Eagles, the Commanders get Eckler for a fifth-round draft pick and basically give him an extra million dollars? Like, wow, that's value. Or when Dalvin Cook goes for a conditional fifth-round pick, it's like, wait a second here. But this is what happens with veterans. Or DeAndre Hopkins, where you said, okay, if you hit the open market, what would you redraft him for? Well, he'd be a first-round guy. How did he go for a fourth-round draft pick? Because we know the compensation usually is the, the bigger deal here. But we saw those deals last year, like A.J. Brown go to the Philadelphia Eagles and completely change the land of that offense big time players and my question to you kevin is if you are an nfl team or an nfl fan i should say of a certain team like i would love these because you're going to get osiris torrance out of florida or deandre hopkins with like a third round pick mm -hmm. like yeah sign me up all day for the known commodity what's one of the odder things with hopkins specifically uh, is there was some reporting that from the general man? I mean, the general manager kind of said he doesn't expect to move Hopkins this week. Yeah. Some are now saying that it looks like he's going to stay. But a couple of hours out from the draft, there were reports that Hopkins was going to be moved as the Titans try to get up to three overall. Yes. I, I really do think a, a big part, by the way, of that whole Tennessee thing not happening, I think what became pretty clear, they only wanted C.J. Stroud, which, again, I do think that is good business. If you are Tennessee, I'm not coming up to take a quarterback. I'm coming up to take a quarterback, a certain guy. I think the running back names are interesting. Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, but also I have to imagine the Lions are getting calls now on DeAndre Swift, left, right, and center. You don't like the guy, and that's fine. You want to cut bait, that's fine. There's no reason for him to be on your roster. Quite frankly, there's no reason for you to have signed David Montgomery and spend the type of pick that you did on Jameer Gibbs at 12 overall. He, dra Look, drafting a running back at 12 is one thing. To do it and then have Jameer Gibbs be 40% of the backfield work is just an abomination. And by the way, Kevin, I don't think other teams are calling on DeAndre Swift. I think DeAndre Swift's agent is calling on the Lions saying, like, sure. you know what you just did here, right? Like, I understand we're going to play that. Oh, everybody's going to yeah. come in and compete. That's ridiculous. And also, it's an abundance of riches here at a position you don't need that at. You can find running backs later in the draft, not for Jameer Gibbs' talent, but you already had extreme yep. talent in that backfield. Like, your offseason was, let's go out and get a really good running back by free agency. And they did. And now they went in the draft and spent a top 15 pick on another running back. It is kind of odd. It, it like very very uh, bizarre. We will see if anybody else uh, does get on the move here. By the way, just quickly, since we did uh, mention the Titans, uh, the Titans are one of those teams that were since they were connected to quarterback in round one, sitting with the tenth overall selection uh, in round two. Could they be looking at a Levis or a Hooker, and what could that mean for Ryan Tannehill? 
could he still be on the move? All things to keep in mind here. Let me then, since I didn't do it before, just to bring it up, it is the postseason, and I don't want to hand wave it too much here. Uh, on the ice yesterday, uh, the Lightning beat Toronto in Toronto as the Maple Leafs try to close out a round one series. Panic through the streets massive there the devils finally a team won at home in that series four nothing over the rangers and the knights eliminated the winnipeg jets four to one in the first round that was yesterday's uh top stories there donnie in the nhl okay look kevin and you know in the nhl it's the same as any other sport when you have to go on the road that's a long travel and who's going to blame the rangers for me like damn we're exhausted here i'm gonna go on the road to play the devils to get knocked <laughs> off four to nothing but if we take a look at the lightning and the maple leaves i'm telling yeah. you the best part about this game wasn't actually watching it all the way through if you just see the three minute highlights here that'll get posted it's the fans reactions in the stands for the maple leaves when it starts to go downhill because they're not saying like oh man it would have been so great to win tonight i know we're up three to one it's almost like when that game started to get a little bit out of reach and then you finally get the empty net goal at the end, you see the people walking out and you know they're trying to say to each other, we're going to lose. Like, you're up three to two. You still have another home game and yet we're going to lose this series, aren't we? That's what I yep. loved. I asked yesterday, Kevin, on the show, the one thing I wanted to see, just again, Get the Maple Leafs there for a loss. Not to say they can't win the series, but I need to see that level of stress amplify and it was there mm -hmm. last night and that's great to watch. Yeah, it absolutely was. Uh, look, the big thing. Now, there's a couple of big things tonight. The Isles are trying to stay alive. They're back home. The Bruins are trying to close out the Panthers. The Avs are favored in Seattle. Th that team, Crazy. by the way, as you know, uh, is supposed to be a legitimate threat to you know go out there win a Stanley Cup. Their odds are back to thirteen to one. Can they advance, keep that series alive? Uh, and then you've also got Wild Stars of all the games uh, that catch the attention there. The Bruins have covered the puck line in all three of their victories in the series. Are the Bruins going to lose again? I think that would be uh, an unlikely scenario. Shall we get over to some Major League Baseball here, DRS, sure. for the people, and break down the board a little bit on the diamond? Fun day yesterday. Pirates keep winning. Rays White Sox had 19 runs. 14 of them belonged to Tampa Bay. High-scoring action for the Mets and the Nats. Uh, and Otani did get lit up a bit for the first time did. by the Athletics. Go figure. Uh, but he also almost hit for the cycle because he's Shohei Otani. Uh, let's get into it here, starting with the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're going to play the Washington Nationals today, and they'll do so as a minus-130 road favorite here with Rich Hill getting the ball against Chad too cool. Yeah, I think we got another victory on deck here for the Pittsburgh Pirates so we can keep that good mojo going. If you take a look at cool in the season, Kevin, how about this? A 7.38 XFIP number, a K rate that's under 20% walks too many batters. And how about this split? You take a look at a guy who's a right-handed pitcher to right-handed batters, a 517 weighted on base percentage coupled with an ISO of 438. Got some good young bats in that lineup here for Pittsburgh that should hit. But take a look at this. Rich Hill's got an over 5 XFIP, which is bad. He's a left-handed pitcher, so you figure he gets left-handed batters out, Kevin which he does. He's only faced 13 of those. But take a look from the right side here. He's faced 99 batters here so far in the season, a 387 weighted on base percentage and an ISO of 300. So normally you'd say you're going to get all right-handed batters, which you are. Only one left-handed batter in the estimated lineup today for Washington. So you'd say to yourself, wow, this might be a legitimate chance for Washington to win. Then we take a look at who's actually in the lineup here and what they're doing against left-handed pitching. ISO power numbers, Kevin, keep in mind, 
0.170 or higher is where I like to look at. That means you're doing your job. Mm -hmm. But if we look at this lineup today, nine batters, only one of those batters with a ISO power number over 0.170. So Richo might get on the mound and be like, hey, I can't get any right-handers out. But boy, this lineup can't hit left-handed pitching. I think that works in the favor for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think they pick up another W today. And look, when you consider the performances that we've seen just from these teams overall here, is Pittsburgh still not getting enough respect? You know, the Nationals at home, they're 2-9 in their first 11 home games so far this season. Just an awful, awful baseball team. Uh, we go back to Rays White Sox yesterday. Again, it was just one of those spots where I know you had two aces on the mound, but both teams had been shut out in consecutive games heading into that game yesterday. So they both woke up. The Rays, obviously, in major fashion, scoring 14 runs. But that total was seven and saw 19 runs get pushed across here. Today, a total of eight and a half. It's Eflin and Giolito as the Rays are once again favored to win again. Yeah, the Rays are going to win today. In simple case, in fact, is Giolito's been struggling this year with XFIT 5.20. That's going to get you in trouble. Why? Because just about every single bat. Look at that. Like 320 to 325, Kevin, is the average here that you want to be average from a Major League Baseball player. And primarily, you want to be higher than that. So if we're looking at the lineup today estimated, every single batter in that lineup versus right-handed pitching in 2023 for the, Ray for the Rays, above. So that just lets you tell you how hot that those bats have been and finally coming back here after a couple of days of really struggling. But Zach Eflin's on the mound here. If you take a look at his XFIP 3.13 here for Tampa Bay, he was the free agent that came over. Very good lefty and righty splits, but also it's about the White Sox here. Just a terrible lineup based on 2023 numbers. Berger out of the six hole today, a 313 ISO power number. Kevin, the other eight batters anticipated in the lineup, all below 170 as an ISO power number. It's a horrible lineup here. It if you get anything at the plate from the Rays, they should be able to handle their business on the road and beat the White Sox today. Uh, the Rays have just been so, so dominant yeah. uh, in this series. I don't want to blow through. Uh, maybe we'll do one or, or two more games here because there are some fun things that are going to start up, but specifically Braves-Mets does catch the attention here a 15 and 11 met squad at home the braves are 17 and 9 the expectation is that these teams will compete all year long for the nl east yeah. crown and if you remember the mets had held on to that division lead for so long and then showed up to atlanta had scherzer had DeGrom and couldn't get the job done. And that's where things started to fall apart. They fell into the wild card round. And we heard for Max Scherzer a reason for him not wanting to appeal his suspension was to be ready and available for this series. So we will get into Mets Braves. We'll talk quickly as well about today's Yankees Rangers game uh, as you've got a big line for the Rangers. Probably the biggest dog we've seen the Yankees be all season long and then your NBA preview coming up as well. It is the early line on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um... All right, let's move. Let's close out this baseball here. Max Freed is a minus 148 road favorite in Queens today. Total seven and a half here as the Mets are a home dog. What do you see in this matchup between Atlanta and New York? Yes, uh, matchup here in New York City. If we take a look at that battle today, I do think Freed, the lefty, will have the advantage today. A 3.54x. And now, hold on. What, what, why? What, why are we sucking teeth over there? What's going on? Nah, go ahead, right. man. What I go said. Ahead. Do your wrong? thing. Okay. Nah, do Let me thing. roll. Do your thing. Let me spin here. Max uh-huh. Freed, 3.54. But here's the key. If we're taking a look at weather conditions, they're really not that good today. But looking at the lineup for the Mets, it doesn't match up very well against left-handed pitching. And by the way, Freed, take a look at these splits, Kevin. Lefty versus lefty, 14. 15 plate appearances, a 173 ISO, or excuse me, a 173 weighted on base percentage and a zero ISO. To righties, a 241 weighted on base percentage and an ISO of 053. The Atlanta Braves, the better baseball team. The Atlanta Braves win today. Uh, Matt's just the second time all year long they will be priced as an underdog in Queens, where they are playing. In Queens, the Yankees are a dog for the sixth time. Yeah, they should just be called the Queens match, which would be great. Uh, then I would be a fan. Uh, yeah. the, look, the, the Yanks are a dog for the sixth Probably. time this season. They are one and four so far in their first five booked as a pooch. DeGrom, minus 200 with the ball here at home. Total for this one is a seven. Yeah, this isn't going to be a good one here. And you figure like, oh, we're not going to see DeGrom again. Well, there he goes in the American League, and the Yankees are going to see him today because sometimes when you take a look at the numbers based on the season itself, like a very good XFIP number, Kevin, is three. Jacob DeGrom checks in with an XFIP of 1.84. Why? 42% of the batters he's faced, he struck out. It doesn't even make sense. Walking guys under 3%. And this isn't Kevin like, oh, well, it's his first start. You know, he's faced 20 batters. Like, no, 55 batters from the left side, 47 from the right side. And if you take a look at the weighted on base percentage, if you're a lefty against him, don't even show up. A 195 weighted on base percentage here. And righties here, a 274. Good luck, Mets. If we were all, to, excuse me, good luck with the Yankees. If you're talking about, hey, the Yankees might struggle a little bit and taking a look. I know this, you as a Yankees fan, let's just go over the lineup here real quick today of what you're actually going to get out of it. When yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, I talk about like the Oakland Athletics, like there's a lot of plants in this lineup. Volpe, Torres, Rizzo, LeMahieu, Calhoun, Cordero, Cabrera, Trevino, and Hicks. Whew, Jacob DeGrom's loving that lineup today, K-Dub. Yeah, it is incredible how quickly the Yankees lineup can turn to dust when Aaron Judge is not in it. Uh, is, there, is there an RBI shot game today? By the way, just something you've got circled up. You'll, you'll see as the day goes on. Is there one game that you think you're looking at above uh, the rest? Yeah. I, I do think that the, a couple early matchups you might want to because we already talked about the Pittsburgh-Washington game. They're really two bad pitchers, but yeah. the lineup's like, eh, a little bit. I do think there is a cluster in that St. Louis-Los Angeles-Dodgers game that does make a little bit of sense tonight. All right, keep your eyes on that again at Rideside VP, which keeps the people involved <laughs> here. We get over to the end. What? I'm throw your team me up for the game. That's pretty good. Saves me some time there. I was like, where are we going to next? I go, yeah, how about that Dodgers game? All right, cool.
keep an eye on his Twitter account. No, no, no. Uh, I just wanted to know if there was a game that that was worth looking at. Yeah. No, no. I, yeah, no, I don't got time. Yeah, God, I got good. two NBA games to get to. That's good. Come on now. One of them LeBron's playing. Yeah. You think I got time to play? Like that? I mean, exactly. I, we already did too much baseball, quite frankly, <laughs> uh, as far as far as these eyes uh, can tell. Although, look, psh, I don't know. There'll probably be some people behind the scenes who don't even know why we're covering the NBA. Uh, look, there's two uh, game sixes tonight here. Uh, we've got the Warriors yep. up 3-2 against the Kings. We've got the Lakers up 3-2 against the Grizz. We're going to start this off, though, same game parlay style. Yesterday, DeJounte Murray blowing it up on the people. Let's try and get it back here for some Hurt. same game parlays. Talk to me, DRS. What do we got? Yeah, Lakers-Grizzlies is the place to be tonight because I'm going to cash this one. And you're right yesterday. Come on, DeJounte. One more three-point shot goes down. I'm living large. I'm cashing another ticket. It didn't happen. But tonight, my three-leg, same game parlay at the FanDuel Sportsbook, oh. as we said, coming from Los Angeles tonight. I'm going to go superstar power tonight. John Morant, 25 or more points tonight. I love the usage rate, which he's, which he's back with. It doesn't have to actually equate to a ton of shots that get off because each and every day that that you know, hand-slash-wrist is getting better i think he gets 25 points in, but also at the same time if you're talking about a chance to eliminate your competitor that's when lebron james is going to come up here now some will say out there not me maybe not the most clutch player of all time but in a situation like this tonight lebron james definitely approaching 30 points he'll catch he'll cash in on that 25 plus and also d'angelo russell it's what he does kevin he shoots three-point shots he knocks down two three-point shots i'm going to get paid here to the tune of a plus 168 i love this three-leg parlay tonight i think it cashes in yeah. and we'll have some fun because why Kevin, Friday's payday. It's time to get paid. I feel like D'Angelo Russell factors into every single Lakers Grizz uh, same game parlay yeah. uh, that you do. And I, and I don't mind it, by the way. Yeah. I decided to attack the rebounds market here with four big time players. AD for 10 or more rebounds. He's done that in all but one game yeah. so far. LeBron for eight or more rebounds. He's done that in each game so far. Jaron Jackson Jr. for six plus rebounds. And then Desmond Bain for four plus rebounds. Little ladder action there for you. The payout is plus 118 as you try and kind of tear this thing off for what the guys have been giving you so far in this series as we attack with those same game parlays we will circle back to this game here in a moment but warriors kings interestingly enough feels like the big one and I give a lot of credit there for Sacramento holding up to their end of the bargain. You got the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron in the late slot, but can the Kings keep this thing going here as they now need to win on the road? The first game at Golden State, they were thrashed. Game two, they lose by one. A Harrison Barnes missed three at the buzzer stopped them from pulling off the upset. They did cover, though, a big number. And there's a decent-sized number here, once again, of 7.5. Low total, though, I think, all things considered. Checking in at 235. Hard not to look at that number. I know we've mentioned unders before as it pertains to road games for Sacramento, home games for the Golden State Warriors, but 235 all of a sudden just feels like a discount with these two teams on the floor. 
It does, because you should get the tempo. Then it's usually all you can ask for. It's not really so much, to, oh, how many shots can they make? It's how many shots will yeah. they attempt and what that game flow is going to be. There should be a legitimate chance to get to 235. But as always, on like elimination game type stuff, the common thought is that it does slow down a little bit in the fourth quarter. We'll find out if that takes place. But that's a Stone Cold Warriors line right here, Kevin, at minus seven and a half. And you know what I feel for this series? It's a shame because I thought a little bit of the you know air got let out of the balloon because you had that injury to the Aaron Fox. Now, he did have a great usage rate in his last game, but more importantly, mm -hmm. you know, efficiency really took a hit. Hopefully that bounces back. But if I'm being honest with myself here, I thought Sacramento was going to win the series, but also before game five even began, I, said, I thought the Golden State Warriors would win that game and therefore going to win the series because of how key that injury was to Fox. I hope the Kings show up. I hope the Kings put on a good display because I would love to see a game seven. But this just feels to me, Kevin, if you take the X's, O's, and out of it, the bottom falls out on the Kings, right? Where the Warriors can see blood in the water. They're knocking down triples all over the place. Steph's going wild. Clay's got six three-point shots. Draymond Green is scoring 15-plus points, and it's just too much momentum here. I hope I'm wrong, but that's the way I point. But also, just an additive on this game. How many times during the regular yeah. season, Kevin, that we're told by the NBA and the schedule makers, like, well, pfft, it's West Coast, man. you got to put on 10, 10, 10, 30, man, 10, 10, 30. Oh, all of a sudden now it's an 8 o'clock start for the Warriors in a monster game on a Friday night. We can't do this more so the rest of the nation can actually enjoy very good basketball. So don't let me hear that again, ever, where you said you got to put those games on late because it's the West Coast. You got an 8 o'clock Golden State Warriors game tonight that will have a ton of eyeballs watching. Thank you, NBA. That's all you needed to do. Yeah, and and look, I mean, obviously that is tied into the other game being West Coast, but to your point, if you can move it once, you can move it twice. Yep. Two things to look at here. Steph over four and a half threes. I know it's a bit pricey at minus 138, but he's coming off of a game where he went two of ten. Steph bouncing back lines up, and both games in Golden State this postseason, he went over that number. And something we've talked about. But the Draymond Green uptick in offensive production since returning from the suspension. Points prop, nine and a half. Look, if you're late to the window on this, maybe, but I'm not so sure. 14 attempts, 12 points in game number four. 10 attempts, 21 points in game number five. Draymond Green's nine and a half prop there looks tempting to me at home in the closeout game. To spin back to Lakers Grizzlies here, DRS, one thing that we have not seen yet in this series is a massive LeBron offensive performance scoring the basketball. 26 and a half is his prop. We've seen big AD games. We've seen LeBron have clutch moments in this series on the offensive side of the ball, but he's averaging only 22.2 points per game. In a closeout spot at home, this feels like the LeBron game here tonight where you back his prop at 26 and a half. Yeah, here's what I need to know about the game tonight. Did he fly in Phil Knight? Did relatives from all over the country from Akron come to the game? Because I would like to know that, to see how LeBron James is going to play. Having said that, LeBron James knows the series is tonight for the Lakers. And granted, he's a great mm -hmm. basketball player. So is Anthony Davis. He's won championships. He's won big games on the road in the past. But you got to be kidding me. They're going to show up to the arena tonight and say, hey, you know what? Not a big deal if we lose tonight. We have to go back to Memphis and play game seven. No shot. So I agree with you here. The, the highness of the situation here for the King is, 
I got to close this team out. I can't risk a game seven on the road against one of the best NBA teams now getting healthy in their own building. So I think urgency is a must. And it's one of those games we talked about last night and we went over the, the, the Hawks game. Not on the same level, Trey Young, obviously LeBron, but you like the fact that the superstar is going to go down swinging. Like if LeBron James, think of the national media tomorrow when you open up and you, you know, get on betting above the rim. Boy, were you surprised, Coach, that LeBron James only took one shot in the fourth quarter in a close game? That ain't happening tonight. He is going to be absolutely yeah. dominant in this game, usage rate-wise. So I can't blame anybody for pressing the lever down on LeBron James. And also, this isn't a game where you say, and you look at that spread and go, you know what? I don't know if Memphis can win this game, Kevin, but I think they can keep it close. Nonsense. If you don't think Memphis can win this game, you better not be taking that four and a half. I thought the Lakers would win the series. That has not changed. The Lakers win tonight. The Lakers cover tonight. Yeah, look, 2-14 and 14 against the number all season long for Memphis as a road dog. They have not won a game as a road underdog in 20-plus tries. They have been miserable in this spot, and it feels like that will continue. One important note, okay? Uh, by the way, D'Angelo Russell over 2.5, 3 prop. We've talked about that a lot at home and what that means. But Dylan Brooks, I know it's a bit a gimmicky. But, but DRS, Okay. He's now all of a sudden they won a game, so he's back to talking a little bit, right? He's like, look, man, one of these games I'm going to get hot, hit three or four threes. He's not going to stop shooting. Luke Kennard is doubtful and was injured, okay? Uh, At some why. point, I know Dylan Brooks is miserable. At He's a horrible basketball player. I've been saying it I'm all series. But DRS, he's averaging yeah, on the season, right? He was 39.6% yes. from the field, okay? In this series, he is 30% from the field. And twice he has gone over the 11 and a half. He's not been able to do it yet. Obviously, was ejected in a game. At some point, an NBA player, even an awful one, has to be able to go over that kind of a number on this kind of volume. Dylan Brooks the should Dylan get over Brooks that 11 game. and a half tonight. Yeah, DRS, the Dylan Brooks game. Dylan the villain, I, baby. Do, if it was ever going to be a Dylan Brooks game, it would be a game six at crypto.com. Honestly, it would like seven made threes for no reason. DRS will close it out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um...
final segment of the week here for the early line on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Today, as always, Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh powering through from 7 to 9 a.m. before we hand it over. And today, Davis Maddock going to be filling in for Ben Stevens, who is on location at the Oceans Resort in Atlantic City. So make sure you keep it locked here for TMA coming up next. I can't wait for what this weekend is going to provide. But what actually happened this week? Stanley Cup playoffs, absolutely phenomenal here. The draft yesterday, all the trips and the turns and everything building up to it. Now we still have even another day to get after it, and then Saturday as well. But also, the NBA playoffs have been absolutely sensational. But the one thing you know what I'm waiting for, too, is with the Major League Baseball season, somebody turn the heater on here. Let's get the hitting weather back in. It's almost May here. It's time to get into the 70s and 80s to watch that baseball travel. But if you are a sports fanatic, this is the weekend for you. So listen up. The NBA and the NFL are going to collide this evening, and it's fantastic stuff. You have another few rounds of the NFL draft coming off of an awesome round number one. As we said, with a lot of surprises, players falling, players getting drafted too high, we're all going to be able to give those grades here come Monday when we play armchair quarterback. But taking a look at just tonight alone, the Memphis Grizzlies and the Los Angeles Lakers live from Los Angeles tonight in a game that's set up for elimination. If the Lakers can win, they will move on. The Kings and the Warriors series, which has been absolutely Absolutely sensational. We're going to see if the Kings can go on the road and knock off the Warriors in their own building. Saturday, you're going to get a chance to look at the Suns and the Nuggets in game one of their series. But also, more importantly, you're going to have another day of the NFL draft on Saturday. And away we go. It's fantastic stuff here. And you can't forget so many things happening on the ice at this time. It's why it's so important to keep everything locked in to the Sports Grid Network Series XM Channel 159 because all day long information is going to be flowing for the draft. And a six-hour draft special tonight, live from Atlantic City. You don't want to miss out. I can't wait for the two NBA games. I can't wait to see how the draft plays out. The place to be is right here on the Sports Grid Network. Now stay tuned for Davis Maddock in the morning after. Coming up next, right here on The Grid. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.